My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show? Hey, it's Jackie Cation with Dork Addendum 3. Hello and welcome, Rangers. How's it going? Yeah. This this is a Patrick Brady free recording, which means that it's about 15 minutes and it isn't particularly, uh, the audio is not as good, but I'm learning. I'm learning. He's taught me some very good things. He's a good people. Anyway, so Jackie Cation by here, uh, by the way, uh, from the Dork Forest. This is a Dork Addendum. These are something Thomas Kirchner suggested I do about 15 minutes of me talking about my dorkdoms, reading letters that I've gotten for people. So I've gone back. Let's pick up. Oh, we're still actually in June of 2012, Phil Johnson. All right. Hi, Jackie. I'm a latecomer to the Dork Forest, uh, but I listened to about seven hours of it on my drive back home from my gig in Las Vegas a couple of days ago. Really enjoying it. Phil Johnson, by the way, stand-up comic. Uh, so you should probably check him out. Anyway, I'm sure you don't remember me, but we've been a benefit show together for Grace White a couple of years ago. Hope to cross paths again sooner than later. Thanks for doing a great podcast. You know what? I know Phil Johnson from the Twitter. He is all over. Um, we talk uh, back and forth on the Twitter. So, yeah, check out roadsideattraction.com because that's Phil Johnson's website. Uh, next one, June 17th, 2012. Eric Berlin. Hi, Jackie. I know this might seem very random, but seeing as how you talk about games using 20-sided die on the Dork Forest, I thought you might find this interesting. Apparently, an 1,800-year-old 20-sided die recently sold from Christie's. I have no idea what games they were playing, but here's the link. I'm a huge fan. Saw you in Bloomington, Indiana last year with Maria Bamford. Now listen to your podcast all the time on frequent drives from Indiana to Tennessee. Hope to see you again soon. Come back to Bloomington, Indiana. Well, Eric, uh, Berlin... Burlin, Burlin. It looks German. He looks like a good guy. Anyway, I've been back since uh, 2012, but uh, that's awesome. He sent me a very nice email. Okay, Redford Christie went to the Chalk Art Festival in Salt Lake City, Utah yesterday and thought you would get a kick out of this storyboard. This is from June 17th as well, 2012. It was a hot day. Some of the art like, number two was amazing, and I'm a Muppet lover, so I enjoyed Animal the best. Remember to hydrate and take a multivitamin this crazy busy week so you don't get too run down. Later, Gator, Chris, in Salt Lake City. And then uh, Redford Christie sent me, uh, turns out, six pictures of of storyboards. Oh, my gosh. It's essentially chalk art. Good for me for getting that. That was neat. You can't see it. This is a, this is an audio podcast. There you go. Okay. So we are, let's, let's, let's get to some more. Cause these are good. I'd like to get to 2015 at some point. Um, just from the website from Matt, uh, statistics dork. He said, first, I'd like to say, I love it. love your comedy and podcast. Thank you very much for promoting a safe space for dorkdom. I'm listening to a program. I was listening to a program called ask me another on NPR today, and I could have sworn it was you hosting. Ah, this was the first of many emails I received to tell me that Ophira Eisenberg and myself sound a lot alike each other. And then I did an episode with her, I think late 2012, possibly 2013 in New York. And, uh, Ophira Eisenberg from Canada, Toronto, I think, and uh, myself from Wisconsin, and we're both, we both have this timing, and we both sound like this. You are correct, Matt. 
P.S. I found myself using the expression bossy magoo the other day thanks to you. That rhymes. Good times. Well, you are welcome, Matt, uh, who is a statistics dork, and he's awesome. Anyway, next up, June 18th. This is a guy named Michael from the website. Hi, Jackie. Geek nerd cross-promotion? I'd watch you and Andy on Will Wheaton's tabletop, and you could poach guests there, too. What a nice Armenian greeting. I'd like to surprise a casual acquaintance. What's a nice... Oh, I get it. What's a nice Armenian greeting? I'd like to surprise a casual acquaintance. Ah, he's numbered them, even. And yet, I've read them poorly. <laughs> so, well, Michael. Call bling? Call bling? Call, call, Kyle bling? Anyway, from June of 2012, if you're still listening... Uh, I've, I almost made it on Will Wheaton's tabletop, but they canceled me. So, uh, if you know Will Wheaton, feel free to tweet at him and tell him that I play, uh, I play a board game. I'm on board. A nice Armenian greeting. You could say, how are you in Armenian? My Armenian is pretty sad. It's inch beses. Inch, like the word inch, I-N-C-H, but with more of an E, inch. Bes, as of the name, bes, B-E-S, uh, inch beses, uh, sort of. Like a yes kind of thing, Y-E-S, inch beses, which means how are you? And then uh, the answer to that is um, shatlav, S-H-A-T-L-A-V, shatlav, uh, which means I'm good. And lavem, which is L-A-V-E-M, lavem, means eh, not that great. In other news, uh, that pretty much sums up what I know in Armenian. Matthew White from uh, June 19th. I'm going to keep moving. John Gonzalez. Jackie, I missed your last time in Seattle due to food poisoning. When will we be gracing our lovely city again? Well, June 20th, 2012, John Gonzalez. Let me tell you, I'm coming back. I'll be back, I believe, in January. And uh, I'll be at Kirkland. It's either December or January. You can check JackieGation.com, of course, and my schedule. John Gonzalez, are you still listening? Let's find out. But I'm going to be in Seattle. It's true. Uh, Casey Nipper. I adore your podcast and would love to see you do live comedy at the San Francisco Bay Area. Looking forward to next week's podcast already, says Casey Nipper, uh, 6-20-2012. Well, Casey, you're in luck because I'm doing it this week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm at Cobb's opening for Maria Bamford. So uh, that's exciting. 621. What's happening? Here we go. Jerry Perdue. Love, love, love your podcast. Listen to Michelle McNamara today. It is my fave so far. You are not alone, Jerry Perdue. Uh, she is hilariously dark and very, very funny and fascinated with true crime. The Michelle McNamara, if you like true crime, look up the Michelle McNamara episodes. I'm a total murder geek, geek also. Thanks for having her on your show. Thanks for your great show. Enjoy it while I'm at work. Makes my day go faster. Keep it up. I'll keep listening. I also enjoy your comedy very much. You crack me up. Well, thank you, Jerry Perdue. And there we go. Do, do, do. Justin Barsolis. Oh, he wanted me to be on his podcast. I wonder if that happened. Um, There we go. Could have happened. <laughs> this is what the, my favorite kind of email that I that I get sometimes is explaining the dorkdom of someone else and going, I also am a dork about that. And it goes on forever. So let's let's tell you about this one, which is I got an email message through the website. JackieCation.com from Jason Mathis, uh, uh, 628, 2012. Hi, Jackie. Here's a quick version of the past 150 years or so of American jury jurisprudence and why today's ruling is a good thing. 
I don't pretend to be an expert on this, but I have a history and political science degree in undergrad and then a law degree from Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Now I work at the Massachusetts Teachers Association, the state teachers union representing teachers throughout the state. I wonder what uh, what this is in response to. I don't remember. Uh, maybe it was the, um, the one with um, Brandy Brown about the Supreme Court. So anyway. So the main theme you have to keep in mind, this is, this, by the way, is in, is a two and a half, holy crap, I'm not going to read all of it. Let's go to the end of it. Uh, 80 years of American jury, jurisprudence gets to live another day. It's not a perfect bill, in fact, to get to the policy aspects. I would prefer we just advocate for Medicare for all, but that's for another day, another email. Take care. If you have any questions, let me know. Happy to help. Jason Mathis. Thank you so much for the show. As the father of a two-year-old, what little time I have to do, all the stuff I used to do is severely limited, so not wasting that time on crap is key. Well, you are welcome, J Jason Mathis. And let me say that I like that you've written me a tome. Okay, why don't I do two other dork addendum things that I do. Next time I'll read, oh, look at this. Uh, oh, this kind of leads right into it because June 28th, 2012, I got an e my first email, I think. Not, maybe not, from Leanne Olson, who is Geekiana uh, and has actually advertised on the show. She bought a month to advertise on the Dork Forest. Uh, com, by the way. I still love her Watership Downton Abbey t-shirt. Yeah, it's geek and then I-A-N-A dot com. And as long as I'm doing that, I should tell you the other people that have advertised on the show, TiVo, they don't need our help. They're good. But TiVo.com, if you want TiVo, that'd be nice. They gave me a free TiVo. Uh, Firebird Jim. Remember Firebird Jim? It's an ebook, and it's uh, sort of a James Dean alien. It's awesome, quite honestly. Firebirdjim.com. Uh, my sister was an ad for many months where she read it herself. Darlacation.com, D-A-R-L-A-Cation, but she pronounced it Cashian. Vilmos just did an ad for a month, and uh, he is HiredGunCoding.com, and he makes websites and does also a thing for, for comics if you want to, it helps you set up your avails. And then November is going to be Bob Calhoun. Yeah, you'll hear the first one this uh Probably not this week, but next week. And Bob Calhoun was on the show earlier, and he has bought a month of advertising to uh, recommend his book. The book is Shattering Conventions. Remember, he was on, he was talking about going to conventions for a year, and he went to like a Republican convention. He went to sci-fi conventions and Star Trek conventions, but he also went to weird conventions. <laughs> he went to like some Bigfoot convention. Pretty funny. Anyway, so for Thomas Kirshner, who wants to know what I'm dorking out, I have decided to share with you all uh, for these last couple of minutes um, what I am listening to on my iPad as I travel around the country. Here we are. Oh, I put shuffle on my old-timey iPad touch, iPod touch. So this is Escape, the Pina Colada song from the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. And these philandering jackasses uh, get back together at the end of this song. I've heard this song now hundreds of times. I remember it from when I was a kid. And it's got a good beat, and I like it. It's a pretty awesome song. What else is on here? Uh, this is John Legend and The Roots from the album Wake Up. And it's a song called Shine, and it's very pretty. You hear how pretty that is? It's pretty. Let's go next. Oh yeah. There's uh there's several of the uh the shine and then 
This is one of my favorite songs by Fun. Fun dot. I bought that album. And it's the Carry On song. As I skip ahead. Remember that song? I think it's like a year old. Anyway, what else? Oh yeah, here's another one. The We Are Young song. That was their hit, I think. Hear the drums? Sure, you heard the drums. And then it gets better. I don't like how that starts. And then I put some old Billy Joel on. This is Laura from Nylon Curtain. And then... That's from the soundtrack from the London production. The London production of the musical Chess. I have that on here. Oh, this is uh, Simon and Garfunkel from Garden State. Yep. That is Eminem. More fun. Simon and Garfunkel, I put on here the concert in Central Park from the 70s. So a heart in New York. Garfunkel, I think, actually wrote that one. That was the new song that he, that he wrote. I listened to these songs, by the way. This is my life from 52nd Street. I'll close on this. The story of this song. This was the first album I ever bought, 52nd Street, with my own money. My grandmother, my stepmother Nancy's mother, Granny, bought me an Andy Gibb album when I was a child. But this was the first one I ever bought myself, 52nd Street. And this song, My Life, was the first time I ever heard about stand-up comedy as a job. And... I forgot that this was it, because we never listened to stand-up when I was a kid. Bought a, bought a ticket to the West Coast. Yeah. So that is the first time I ever heard of stand-up comedy. And I didn't know what it meant. And then here we are, one million years later, and I am doing stand-up comedy in Los Angeles. And everywhere. Uh, speaking of that, I should probably tell you where. I'm in, uh, of course, I, I'm in San Francisco this week, opening for Maria at Cobb's on the Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm, it's Halloween, which is, I believe, Andy Ashcraft's uh, religious holiday. So we'll be here in, uh, in Los Angeles. And then I go to Portland Sunday night, November 2nd, uh, for uh, a live comedy film nerds. Feel free to come to that at Helium, 7.30, Comedy Film Nerds, Helium, Portland, Oregon. And then and then I'm doing a bunch of shows in November here in Los Angeles where I will be home and I will sleep in my own bed. Thanks a lot, you guys, for tuning in. And regular, regular shows coming up next. This is just Dork Addendum 3. Take care out there.